Blog Talk Radio. Aloha. Happy Saturday to you. Welcome to Talking Pictures with Paul Booth. I'm your host. Happy to be here today, as always. This is going to be a fun episode because this is for Jessica Jones, or sorry, Marvel's Jessica Jones. We're here, we're going to be discussing season one. Season two just came out two days ago on Netflix. This was I always tell guests, and for new supporters, new listeners, um, this is, uh, how can I put this? I am not a fan of comic book movies, and it's just because I didn't grow up on comics, of course, but I admire great art, I admire great performances, awesome effects, etc., and I'm also not a huge fan of spinoffs, but I absolutely loved this show. Uh, it was suspenseful. Uh, well-written, uh, this, the, uh, incredible incendiary cin- cinematography, which we're going to have the cinematographer on today, Manuel Billiter, and I hope I pronounced that right. We'll get him to clarify. Uh, Jessica Jones was just amazing. It also brought up the question for me where they, uh, in the industry right now, there's a lot of questions of can the woman carry this genre or that genre? There hasn't been enough, uh, I, I want to say, lead characters, lead stars. And we're not just talking about strong women, like we capture them going through a divorce. Um, someone once told me, why, can a, uh, why can't a woman be the superhero that kicks ass? Now, what may, the reason why I bring this up is because in Jessica Jones, there's some scenes where she gets in a fight and it was hard for me to see a woman getting thrown around. I mean, I can't even watch those documentaries that are about domestic violence. Even though it's set up, I know that they got together, scheduled a crew, uh, made a film, and it's fake. So I know it is obviously that the world and society is pushed towards Superman, uh, obviously was did better as a movie than Supergirl. But I, I also wonder if there was a little bit, aside from just not every man is out there to silence a woman's voice or vision, uh, that aspect of it. Would audiences want to see a woman getting the crap beat out of them? I can honestly say that in the fight scenes, um, I, I finally, after a couple of episodes, I was able to not be uncomfortable, but I just thought, I hope he doesn't hurt her. I hope he, and when you're, you're not thinking, uh, I hope he doesn't hurt Superman. And I know it's a whole other thing, but I want to thank Jessica Jones because this, was a, this brought, got me thinking socially. So when a film entertains, educates, the three E's, educate, entertain, and elevates, then that is the sign of a good film, TV show, work of art. I, of course, give this nothing is five out of five stars. Uh, there's not too many flaws, if any, to really discuss, but I definitely give this four and a half out of five stars. And I see that our our guest is calling in, and I'll bring him in in one second. Um, but uh, this is definitely four and a half out of five stars. And also, for everyone uh, new to the show and the guests, uh, I do not say a word that anybody wants to hear, the guests or the PR rep, so... I am completely straight up with uh, how I felt about something. So let me welcome our guest. Are you with us? Uh, yes. Uh, hi, this is Manuel. How's it going? Uh, first of all, thank you for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Oh, on. yes. And this was, uh, for, I was just telling the audience, first of all, fantastic job and uh, I, I, don't, I don't think you are connected yet, but I, uh, what I loved most about this is that I'm not a, a big fan of comic book movies because I didn't grow up on comics, and I'm not a big fan of spinoffs. So the fact of how much I loved this was like a double whammy, and I was, I was so thankful for that. Uh, just to let you know real quick, and the audience, uh, this show is always prepared, um, but due to when we booked this, uh, I was only able to get through eight of the 12 episodes, so I wanted to let you know that I wasn't slacking or being ill-informed. Plus, we wouldn't really discuss the ending anyways, so I figured that that could kind of be a good thing. Uh, the, yeah, that's, 
Yeah, so I thought I thought, wait a minute, why am I feeling bad that I'm not that I'm not seeing something that we're not going to discuss? So, uh, first of all, of course, we have to start with some, uh, of course, and for those that don't know, Jessica Jones, uh, this is a vigilante crusader um, following Jessica after uh, her mind controlling abuser uh, came back to haunt her, and we'll get into some of the social issues that this move that this show even. Uh, got into it's on netflix now you can watch season one obviously season two came out march 8th so uh we want you guys to check that out too uh so it's manuel um yes i'll start with just briefly uh what was your path to wanting to be a cinematographer just in general uh, but in general, I think that I was uh, probably always uh, drawn to pictures, um, you know, uh, quite a bit uh, early on. Uh, I grew up in a household without TV, uh, which uh, I think, you know, seems like an uh, anomaly now. Uh, now that, we, you know, that, that screens in all shapes, forms and sizes are uh, ubiquitous. Um, but I, I grew up without TV, and uh, so I was, um, you know, I was resorting more to books and illustrations, in, or you know, reading them, or or just going for the illustrations in books. And uh, and one of them, one of an, uh, an early influence, uh, I'm sure, was uh, you know, uh, going through the uh, Divine Com- Comedy by Dante Alighieri, uh, illustrated by Gustave Doré, and those uh, spectacular uh, etchings. And I think those images really they stuck with me, and uh, and and their language um, and their power uh, was uh, was clearly must have been an influence. Uh, uh, but you know that that's maybe my you know my first uh, appreciation of a, of a, of a strong visual language. But then of course going to the movies uh, where um, you know you you're able to make you know, emotional connections with uh, with the story that's being told. Uh, in images, uh, and, um, and 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 that was, uh, you know, clearly um, a, a very strong draw towards uh, that art form of um, of cinema. Uh, you know, um, one of my one, you know, I remember I remember one of my early gifts was that was that was a was a, um, a camera that I used extensively, and uh, and then I started, you know, doing my um, uh, you know, my own developing and my own print. So probably that was, uh, I, I can see it was planted, uh, maybe, you know, maybe unconsciously, but, you know, quite early on. So that, that was probably my uh, main draw to um, to becoming a cinematographer. But especially, you know, uh, uh, you know creating um, images that create, that, that, that have a strong uh, emotional um, impact on the viewer. It's very interesting that you say uh, books. Uh, I really like that. I um, I'm someone who grew up in a family where uh, it was the opposite to where my grandmother uh, was a high school dropout. Um, my mother didn't go to college. My father went to college, but uh, my dad is a filmmaker, so it was always kind of like. Uh, let's go to the movies and what's playing Friday. And so a lot of things, uh, I mean, I, I learned what Vietnam was because my dad took me to born on the 4th of July. Um, him being right. a Vietnam veteran himself, I was able to, and, and what you had mentioned, you know, uh, books and experiences. And uh, sometimes it was like, I, I only like full metal jacket. Well, aside from it being a great film, um, but I love being able to see boot camp because I can kind of understand a point in my life or a point in my dad's life that he went through. And I think when you have that rare thing where you can watch a film and see something and be like, oh, these are the times of my grandmother and now I better understand her. So what you guys did here Absolutely. with this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's so. And and, I, and I, that, no, I think that's a very, oh, a very important uh, point that you actually brought up with. It's really, it's really, uh, like in, you know, in, in a movie theater, like in this, you know, sort of like communal experience that you have um, uh, uh, in this dark room 
uh, they can really make connections not not just with each other but also you know exactly with with the human condition and the human experience like experiences of uh, of your parents or your grandparents and and just and just being able to relate to other people's experiences and life stories uh, much more um so that's um yeah that's probably something that uh you know clearly uh, you know pointed pointed um pointing me into this direction of uh, you know this um Crazy job that I've taken on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, the the role of the cinematographer we've had. Um, I think you're our tenth now, and it's it's so. I love doing these because I mainly because I did so bad in cinematography in film school that I kind of feel it's <laughs> like uh, I feel it's like a free master's class. I mean, it's, uh, I've I get to kind of now relearn it having studied more films uh the only thing i dislike as a viewer is when i can watch something and go oh you know what there's a flag to the right of the camera because they need to just cover up that one spot um so for 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 marvel oh and also so you know this is uh with our interviews we kind of bounce around i I can't stand talk shows that are a b c uh d so just to Mm -hmm. let you know um now since i didn't grow up on comic books and I don't ever really remember reading one till I was like in my twenties. I mean, obviously I knew what they were, but um, so getting to do this, of course, it's Marvel. Uh, just briefly, could you tell us? Uh, we have two technical questions for our uh, techie uh, listeners. Uh, uh, what you shot it on, and then the second question attached to that is what it was like to work with an effects team. Okay, uh, so we shot this um, project on the, um, uh, on the red, uh, on, on the red camera, the, the red uh, weapon, uh, 6K sensor, but uh, I'm, I'm most of the time I just used uh, 4K because Netflix mandates a, a 4K delivery for the shows, uh, which, which makes a lot of sense. Um, however, we didn't shoot, uh, you know, full 6K, um, but, uh, you know, most of the time 4K. But more and more I also uh, shot in 5K just because it gives you a larger area of the sensor, you know, to be, to be used. So it gives you a bigger, a bigger canvas, so to speak. And just compositionally, I find that uh, that extra width and, uh, and, uh, and a little bit of height that you gain from jumping from 4K to 5K sensor mode. Uh, it just it just feels a bit more cinematic, uh, and uh, it was actually quite one of my favorite um, features on the camera was that I was you know able to toggle between 4K and 5K. Um, and um, but it's funny that you, that you should mention that uh, you didn't uh, that you didn't grow up with uh, comic books because you know neither did, I mean I did I did to an extent. Um, when I was growing up in Europe, I, but it was uh, it was you know a, quite quite a different um, uh, genre, and I didn't I didn't I, I hadn't picked up a Marvel uh, comic book in my life, not until um, I got the job for Jessica Jones. So uh, we we, we shared that in common. Oh, and, interesting. Um, no, yeah, no, I didn't. I wasn't. I mean, of course, I knew I knew about the Marvel uh, universe, and then. And the wealth of characters, uh, uh, you know, especially once, you know, they started, uh, you know, Marvel Studios started, you know, um, churning out uh, all these, uh, you know, big uh, tentpole movies. And, uh, and uh, you know, everybody, everybody knows um, uh, the, the characters uh, or knows of the characters. I was one of them, but I had not uh, seen anything um, uh, or, or, or read a comic book uh, you know, until... Yeah, until I started working <clears throat> on on these on these Netflix shows. Um, but um, what was it? You had another question, I think, uh, about, but, oh, yeah, um, the, about the. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Yeah, what it's like uh, as a cinematographer. I mean, also in your. Uh, I'm going to go through some of your credits after this, but uh, you also did Iron Fist and Luke Cage. So I always wonder what it's like for a cinematographer working with an effects team. I mean, at, 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 at the VFX, VFX, uh, VFX is my friend. You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's um, it's amazing what 
uh, can be achieved in VFX these days, and it's, it's you know it's, it's getting better and better and uh, and more realistic um, uh, every time you know, in, you know every year uh, you know I mean <clears throat> it's a far cry since um, we first saw some VFX shots. Uh, I mean I remember seeing VFX shots on Titanic, and uh, I mean by comparison they look laughable now. Uh, you know, I'm not knocking. I'm not knock. I'm not knocking the artists. I'm just. I'm just saying that oh, you know the advances in in in, te- in technology uh, have um, have gone so far that uh, that there really is a a lot of a lot of uh, you know realism could be added um, in 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 the artifact of um, of the effects. But uh, you know, we we uh, on on our shows that we do uh, with Netflix. We don't really rely that much uh, on VFX. There's there's not a lot of green screen work. You know, there's some there's some cable removal uh, for sure. There's uh, uh, there's some cleanups uh, you know, to do for stunts, but it's not it's not an ex- an, an extensive um, VFX um, uh, you know heavy show. Um, you know, um, one of the reasons is that. Yes, uh, this, this characters they do have superpowers, and so we do need, you know, to add to this, uh, to this, you know, magical touch. We we need to resort uh, to VFX in some sort, but uh, we also strive very much to be uh, to keep them very grounded. So, um, so the, the the superpowers are not, uh, are, you know, are not. Um, uh, enormous and uh, you know of, uh, of, 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 of an enormous magnitude. It's just that we're going to keep it you know as a you know more like a, it's you know it's an, an enhanced ability in a way more than uh, more than you know massive superpowers. So we uh, you know we, we try to to uh, to get everything or, or most of it done practically or with special effects with the aid of special effects, but uh, but less. Uh, manipulation in, uh, in 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 VFX, and 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 I'm talking more about Jessica Jones now. I mean, other shows like Luke right. Age, yes, no, yeah, we're talking about Jessica they Jones. required they required more uh, VFX uh, work and um, and and also Iron Fist, um, you know, uh, with, uh, with the growing with the growing hand uh, in season one. That of course that was um, that was all you know. There was a combination of us, you know, you know. You know, uh, shooting practically and uh, with uh, with um, with VFX and taking over and uh, creating <clears throat> the glow. Well, well but, uh, you know, in in general, okay. I would say that you know, I mean, VFX. I mean, they're my friends. I mean, we you know we can we can. Uh, it's it's a great collaboration. We uh, you know we 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 discuss you know what you know what's the shot, what do we want to achieve, and how do we best achieve it, and. Uh, also, very often the effects uh, supervisors and just shoot it practically. Don't you know? Let's not rely on us coming in and 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 you know and fix it or or, or create something from scratch. Uh, let's you know. Let's uh, I know it's a combination of uh, of uh, knowing when to when to shoot it practically and when to um, and when to uh, resort to the to to the help of the uh, effects. But it's really magical what they can do to my images, and and I and I can't thank them enough. You know how they <clears throat> how they can create something like you know uh, like a magical realism uh, almost um, uh, you know for some sequences. Well, I, well, I know that, and thank you for acknowledging your team. I mean, we have we see cinematographers in the past that have received Oscars, and they don't thank the effects team and or et cetera. Um, and when you mention <clears throat> going back to the evolution of effects, I mean, I'm only 39, but I can remember. And I'll just be brief on this. Uh, of course, both films were Russell Carpenter, ASC, uh, Titanic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was I was graduating high school, but then Terminator 2. I remember Terminator 2 uh, just it being sold out for the next four days, all 10 sh- all shows on. And this was back when four screens was humongous. Um, and seeing just those morphine floor shots to me now when I see it on Netflix look cheesy uh, to see that a guy could walk through a fire. Uh, I prefer a guy in a fire suit running through it. Um, and also when you mentioned Titanic, uh, now it's like you can see, okay, that's a big wooden ship 
that's tilting on hydraulics, and they're only floating in a mm-hmm. pool down in Mexico. Uh, they're not really in the, you know, it doesn't really look like the ocean. And so I like that you use those two. Um, and so now you've kind of mentioned that it wasn't this uh, fanboy dream, uh, something that now obviously has to work on all levels. Uh, I felt like if I was, if somebody was to ask me the genre of Jessica Jones, I would say action thriller. I don't know enough about comic books to put it in a sub genre. Uh, I would say, um, thriller action drama, sometimes comedy. So how do you, how does a cinematographer, uh, because to me, I feel like if you take those four genres separately, there's a different lighting scheme. So how do you come up with a lighting scheme for when you know in a scene there's going to be four different genres at play, four different styles of filmmaking? Yeah. I mean, I would also add, I would also definitely add, I mean, uh, the, the genre of, you know, uh, uh, noir detective story. Uh, oh, as, yes, uh, yes, as, yes, as, yes. As, as investigative story, you know, which, um, which maybe is, is, is the leading element uh, um, uh, of, of, of the mall. I mean, it's a noir genre. Um, but also within a very, uh, a very deep and important uh, um, you know, a, a character drama, and uh, with that touches upon you know very uh, relevant uh, social issues as well, which is really why uh, I embarked on this project. Was because when when I read the first script of um, of season one, I, I was a you know I was a bit um, tentative at first, you know, just just because I had a certain image of what a Marvel superhero uh, was. And, and and I wasn't sure if that necessarily would you know be a fit um, for me. But uh, when I read the script, I realized that it was uh, it was it was it was very different from what I from what I expected. It was a flawed character. It was a character. It was a superhero that was um, uh, suffering from a post-traumatic stress syndrome, which I thought was an incredibly clever take uh, on the on the super superhero genre. So it really. It's really uh, grounded, um, uh, you know, the whole story in something that is uh, much more relatable uh, on an ev- everyday uh, basis, and um, and and the and the problems and the struggles and the drama that Jessica was going through in season one, you know, were very uh, important um, uh, uh, social issues as well, uh, you know, or just, you know, just uh, exactly finding. Defining the, the, the you know the role of gender and uh, and, and the narratives of sexuality and um, so that that's really what you know drew me um, to to, uh, to the material. Um, how you know this being I mean this being uh, based on a series. Oh, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this based on the comic series, and uh, I had the liberty of giving it some sort of uh, of, of a stylized look that uh, that, that comes with uh, you know with the vignettes of uh, of, um, uh, of of graphic novels um, and and also it being you know uh, uh, you know a, a noir a detective agency that she runs um, you know I took the liberty of going uh, of, uh, <clears throat> of, of of being quite moody and atmospheric now you know. Also, uh, you know, since since uh, things, you know, or many of the many of the scenes are taking place at night, uh, it really, you know, makes sense to uh, you know to enhance the the the, the, the sense of uh, <clears throat> of danger or or mystery or thriller by uh, you know creating large patches of of just darkness, and uh, you know, I mean, each scene, of course, has a, has a different. Uh, has a different truth to it, and uh, you know things that are you know are uh, at the, uh, things that are you know taking place during the day, or in an uh, upscale restaurant, or in an upscale um, uh, office building. Uh, of course, have 
you know, have 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 a tonality that is uh, a little bit you know different than 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 the rundown uh, alias investigations uh, um, um, location that uh, Jessica that Jessica inhabits. Um, but still, you know, I think I think throughout I want to you know I I'm, I'm striving to get to give each location and each scene um, you know a sense of. Um, um, of, 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 of you know of measured um, stylization uh, you know through through composition uh, and lighting uh, you know that, uh, that that you know that keeps the narrative all together and uh, and um, and you know and looking like it's like you know it's still one universe that uh, that 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 this uh, you know stories are taking place in. <clears throat> well, yes, and the the social issues. I loved because you guys acknowledged PTSD. Of course, our biggest thing is with soldiers, men and women, but this also acknowledged that people get it from uh, just abuse or obviously rape or, I mean, I have it really bad from that I was hit by a drunk driver as a pedestrian, so I cannot handle anyone behind me, not even a baby in a stroller. And uh, so I liked that you guys were... not soapboxing, but in a nice, subversive way, sliding those things in. Uh, You also touched on a great thing of the... We're not going to get into how controversial it is now, but before when uh, there would be uh, critics, film critics, or women... uh, Sorry, women. That sounded like saying women. uh, Women talking about... Uh, why can't there be, uh, I guess the best example would be like Thelma and Louise. Great film to me. It's Butch and Sundance in a car. Uh, and I think one of the things that I noticed with Jessica Jones was for the first time ever was, okay, this is awesome. Female lead kicking butt. But I was quite uncomfortable uh, seeing her get punched and thrown across the room and and I it made me think yeah of course we have to jump to say men were silencing women and studio executives could sell uh Robert Downey Jr. over Gina Davis but it also made me think would it really be fun to just go see a movie and then I really had to work on it because I I, I can't even handle those documentaries where they show reenactments of a woman getting smacked around. So to see uh, that got me thinking about uh, certain genres where there are factors where it it might not be the most popular thing. And I loved how you guys pulled it off, uh, having Mm -hmm. her be strong and having it be uh, equal. So I wanted to give you a kudos for that. Another thing that I found to be very interesting and you guys did it in a great subversive way was uh, mind control and the way that that I think goes on as society sometimes tries to control our mind or obviously, uh, as you said, growing up without a TV, uh, lucky you to not have to have the media in your life until you were an adult. Um, Mm -hmm. so, uh, what, what I was wondering was since you, you didn't come to this as the fanboy with a dream to, this is how I would make Hulk, uh, what were some of your, uh, influences, uh, film wise, or just, you know, that top one or two or three cinematographers that not that you rip off or steal from, but that, uh, you know, definitely are in your work. Just the last thing I want to say was I, I felt like there was a possibility you were a big fan of the movie Seven. Uh, I thought it was just as just and to its own as, and again, that was a noir uh, cops right. investigating right. movie. So, yeah, so what, what, what are some just, you know, uh, cinematographers or films that you kind of mm-hmm. had in your pocket to approach uh, Jessica Jones? Yeah. 
No, sure, sure. But can I, can I, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. I just wanted to, uh, to add to what you said about, you know, your, your, your discomfort seeing uh, Jessica, uh, you know, being smacked around and thrown through walls or, you know, being, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, going through this, you know, this this violence. I mean, them. I mean, it, it's true. It's supposed to, uh, you know, make uh, the audience feel uncomfortable. Uh, you know, no matter what the gender is, uh, ultimately. But uh, but but in this case, I mean, yes, she gets smacked around, but she also, you know, she smacks back. You know, she's she's not she's right. not standing down. She's not she's not. I mean, she, yes, she's a victim, but she stands up for herself and is incredibly strong. And and gets uh, and and gets her say as well. So that's uh, that's maybe what um, what sets this um, uh, uh, you know this this series apart. Uh, you know by really creating some uh, a very strong uh, a female lead, and not just a lead, but just a whole ensemble of very strong uh, uh, women. And uh, you know again, that's something that um, that that you know that definitely you know drew me into this this show when I was first approached. Now, in terms of you know what, what cinematographers, well, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if there's a, a, if there's necessarily a single cinematographer that I would, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, quote here. But I mean, because in a way, maybe it's, it's more it's more films that um, that. Um, that um, you know may, may, may influence me more. Of course, there's some uh, cinematographers with an immense talent, and and you know have you know uh, you know I probably would start with uh, with uh, Emmanuel Lubezki and uh, and Roger Deakins. That you know I mean. Yeah, hey, I'm sorry, Roger. Yeah, Roger Deakins. I'm sorry. That's like I just love how that's even people that don't like films know him. So sorry, go ahead. You said Manuel Lubezki, <laughs> of course, for fans. That's, uh, that's Emmanuel, gravity. No, yeah, Emmanuel I mean, Lubezki, of course, you know, you mentioned Seven. Yeah, Seven is an amazing looking film. It's an amazing story. It's an amazing, it, 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 it's it's incredibly well directed. And yes, Darius Kanji did a great job at shooting it. There's that, you know, there's that, you know, and so of course that, that's another name that, you know, floats, you know, in the, in the pantheon of, uh, of of cinematography, uh, but you know, but but uh, but most certainly also, you know, uh, you know, there's one thing that I can revisit over and over and over again, uh, because it was uh, so groundbreaking in a way, or so influential for me, uh, was that, you know the Conformist, you know, shot by um, shot by uh, the, uh, Vittorio Storaro. Right. Talking out. I'm sorry about this. Oh no. Um, so those, those were um, uh, definitely influences, but maybe in the most concretely in for for Jessica Jones, I was really looking at the, the movies of uh, Wong Kar Wai uh, a lot, and uh, you know, uh, you know, again, you know, being shot by a genius cinematographer, um, uh, Chris Doyle. Uh, and uh, I think uh, you know both for me and for the first director of uh, of, of the show, S.J. Clarkson, we uh, you know we both referenced uh, the movies of uh, Wong Kar Wai and uh, and uh, and you know may, maybe permeates through a little bit, maybe not, but uh, that was definitely um, something that I um, it was certainly a look or an approach in terms of composition uh, and lighting. Uh, that that I that I pitched in my you know in my initial uh, uh, you know during my initial interviews uh, when 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 I was approached for the show. And and uh, um, and just so I can add this because we like to acknowledge that we have guests from all over. I don't like saying different because it implies that humans are different, but. Uh, what what country are you from? Well, I was born and raised in Switzerland, which oh, nobody really believes yeah. when the, when they first when I first say it, because my first name Manuel um, it would hint at a very strong uh, Hispanic or Spanish uh, 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 pedigree. Um, but no, I'm, I'm I'm half Swiss and half Italian. My mother's Italian, oh, my father's okay. Swiss. And I was raised, born and raised in Switzerland. 
Okay, this is. But I left I mean, a long, I, long time ago. I've, I I have now lived long, way longer outside of Switzerland than within Switzerland. Oh, Switzerland! I got to go for the first time uh, back in August for my friend's wedding. Uh, that I've I've known him since 2000, and it was a little rough because I could not stand to fly. So flying Los Angeles to Switzerland was like I felt like I was flying to the moon. <laughs> Um, but oh my gosh, I love Zurich. I had I known how much I was going to love it, I would have stayed another two weeks and went to the Swiss Italian part, the Swiss French part, all that. Uh, but man, now you're telling me that uh, you're from there and you grew up there. This makes a lot of things in my brain click. Uh, Switzerland, for those of you that don't know, is so cinematic. I, I mean, I was just in Zurich and I was just messaging my cinematography friends and I was just like, find a film that requires shooting in Switzerland. Like this just little cobblestone street uh, right. with one right. tree and some old buildings uh, is 10 times more cinematic than New York City. <laughs> like well, everything. It's, it's, it's very different. It's, I mean, you know, yes, I mean, exactly, yeah. my hometown. Uh, I grew up there. So uh, it's, you know, and, uh, you know, um, you know, growing up there, then you kind of like yearn to, to uh, you know, to expand and to explore uh, the world because, you know, you know, it, right. it, it, it could feel quite restrictive, um, you know, uh, grow, growing up in Switzerland. It's, it, it's a very small country and, right. and uh, to a large extent, you know, it, it, it can also be very small minded. Um, uh, uh, to a certain extent, and so um, you know, just uh, sometimes you know, just uh, there, there was always um, a drive to um, you know to to look to see what's beyond uh, its confines. So uh, so New York clearly was a was uh, was a goal. It's 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 in many things it's the opposite of um, uh, of Switzerland mm-hmm. or of, of of Zurich, but you know. Uh, both no, have so, their uh, both have their, their advantages and disadvantages, and I must say, every time I go back to Switzerland now, uh, I, I I really cherish it and I really like it, and I'm and I'm glad that I have that uh, that upbringing uh, in my past uh, and also present, and who knows, maybe even the future. So yes, if one of your friends needs a cinematographer to shoot in Switzerland, uh, uh, sign me up, please. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's funny because I have a friend who's. Uh... He's not in the film business, doesn't know anything about film. But when I was there, cliche, he's a Swiss banker. And he was telling me, oh, I'm a, my client Colleen is this big A-list director. And obviously he can't tell me who. And I was just thinking like, he says, oh, and he invites me to sets in Italy and, and tells, and I, I'm just like, why don't you go? He's like, oh, I'm not that into movies. And I'm like, well, then let me go. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'll come to Switzerland, see you, and I'll, you know, I'll be your, I'll be your PA and go to uh, where he's shooting in Italy. And uh, so, yeah, so um, I, I'm, I'm liking this because I was relating to your work and now to hear that uh, I'm also Italian and I'm also, uh, I'm, I'm a half half. I'm from Hawaii. So I need the mellow. Okay. Uh, Switzerland reminded me a lot of Hawaii, the green, the mellow people, the yeah. the beer drinking. And then uh, Los Angeles, I need to be able to go to a baseball game, a concert. Uh, I need that. Uh, I loved New York, so I can understand that needing to also have art. So let's see. The next thing would be um, – uh, I just want to mention so we can learn about about what it's like to do it. But uh, for those of you, please go on IMDb, uh, Manuel. And if I pronounce this wrong, please correct me. Billiter? Billiter? Billiter, yes. It's, it's uh, okay. Manuel Billiter, yes. Billiter. Okay, so, so he's also been, for, for comic book fans, uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, The Punisher, um, for all, for everyone that I hear talk about it, he did some episodes of Orange is the New Black. Uh, person of interest and in law of order pop out in my brain because uh, my father is a law and order junkie. Like, 
he treats it like it's heroin um, and person of interest and person of interest. I've watched with them a few times. So I, I bring these two up uh, only because uh, uh, how much my father loves these shows, but I've, I've obviously watched some of these shows with them. They're obviously so different. So um, how, what, sorry, one sec. What do you, uh, how is how is it for you as a cinematographer, and it and it also applied to Jessica Jones, but say uh, not or you have revolving directors. So for you as a cinematographer, how does that play into what you do uh, personally? Not just that it's obviously there's a set tone to Law and Order, and there's a set structure to Person of Interest. Uh, but for those, as an example, uh, is, is, is it helpful? Is it sometimes where it's uh, you're, you have to kind of search more? Because what's what's it like? Yeah, no, I mean it's it's very different. I mean, I I I really I really truly um, enjoy collaborating with directors a lot, and uh, it's uh, also you know uh, maybe I, I should mention here that season two of Jessica Jones was uh, every single episode was um, directed by uh, a woman, which was actually really great. Yes, uh, I heard about was, that. Uh, heard about it that. was groundbreaking in the sense that really it was, uh, it, just, it just so happened that, you know, every single director was a woman. Whereas, you know, uh, you know, you know, a couple of years ago when, uh, you know, the, the female directors were, uh, uh, you wouldn't, you know, encounter them uh, very often. They were not, they were not given uh, these opportunities. Uh, is, um, as well, um, so so th- so this time around it was really great uh, to collaborate um, uh, with uh, with all of these directors. It was uh, it was a truly unique experience. It was a very positive experience. Um, it really um, it really took uh, the, the, um, my collaboration with each director uh, to, a, to to a new level. It was uh, it was. Um, uh, you know, it was very, very inspiring, um, uh, for sure. Um, now, it, it, you know, of course, in, 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 in the relationship between the cinematographer and the, and, uh, and the director, I mean, it's a very, it's, it's, it's very special, it's very intimate, and it's very, I mean, it's very, it's very close. So, so you know, sometimes, um, you know, you're not the, the best fit for a certain, for a certain director. Um, or you know, and, and uh, you know, it, it, it really didn't happen at all uh, during uh, Jessica Jones uh, season two. Well, you know, um, but uh, but but it it it's a challenge to work with a, ro- a rotating uh, roster of um, of um, directors. Um, but it's something that 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 you know that I'm you know that I'm generally you know looking looking forward to, and because uh, uh, I can learn from it, uh, I can I can I can adapt, and I can you know I see new things or learn new things that that, that otherwise I wouldn't. Uh, on the other hand, you know sometimes it's very frustrating because you wish that you could when you when you really click with uh, one of the directors, you know. Uh, than others, then when you can sort of like find your your um, your your collaborative uh, soulmate, artistic creative soulmate in a director, then it's, uh, then it's hard uh, to part ways and and you know and not knowing when uh, when you would work with them again um, because uh, you know I, I think you know I think probably you know some some of the best films are actually made I think by uh, you know by uh, by a by a, top, by by a pair of director and cinematographer that keep working with each other all the time, and I think um, uh, you know it, it it shows and it also makes the whole process uh, the whole creative process a lot easier because because you know each other so well. But uh, you know at, at that at that point you can focus energy entirely on the creative process. Instead of you know trying to figure out, you know, instead of trying to figure each other 
Oh, shoot, your cell just broke up a little bit. You said, uh, did you say you, when you're trying to figure each other out? Was that your last sentence? Hello? Oh, I think we had some uh, cell phone issues there, which we can never control. Um, sorry about that. Oh, yeah, you just came back. Uh, yeah. So you were saying just, you were talking about, uh, and just you were you had just explained the the pairing up, and so with with revolving directors, and I'm not putting you on the spot here, of course, to be personal or say a name or have an opinion because we won't remotely get into the controversy, but uh, I believe there's not a like, and it's weird how few, how many people do or don't believe that there's a difference. Uh, I don't think that I think if a filmmaker knows what they're doing, doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. Uh, is there anything that's not negative or that's not controversial? Uh, that you that it's just hands down, there's not a difference between a woman and male director, and I don't mean as a generalization, or it's kind of like the women intuition comes into play or the guy, the male ego comes into play. Is there something to where there's remotely even a difference between a male and a female director just on the surface? I mean, I don't mean personally. Sure. No, I mean, um, I mean, I think, I mean, I think what, what, what I want as a cinematographer or maybe in general, what cinematographers uh, would like to is, you know, because since since we're kind of like, you know, uh, 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 you know, realizing the vision that a director has, or, or helping them realize it, I mean, what what um, what I look forward to um, is uh, is a director with a strong vision and with an uh, original voice, and and uh, you know and uh, and, uh, and and an attitude to you know to to to, to create something new, and, um, and 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 exciting. Uh, you know that said, it absolutely doesn't matter what the gender is. You know, it's uh, I mean, at first and foremost, I want to work with a good director. If they happen to be male, fine. If they happen to be female. That's good too. It's you know it's 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 the same it's the same uh, it's the same uh, uh, approach. Uh, you know maybe in general what 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 I've learned in this in in during uh, season two here of Jessica Jones is that um, it's it's easier to engage in a, in, in in a dialogue perhaps with um, with women uh, rather than with men. Um, uh, but that I, might I be a generalization, that. you know. Uh, but uh, that might be a generalization again, because you know, again, not not all persons uh, are created equal, uh, or or have or, or or adhere to the same stereotype. But I really, I really found that um, that the communication was just really uh, working very well uh, when working um, when working with women. Uh, uh, you know, then you know. So, so that probably also is why uh, why I had such a you know, positive I, experience I like, I like overall. That. I like that the communication um, as we head into our last two minutes here. And again, thank you yeah. for your time. Uh, we're here talking about Jessica Jones uh, season two just hit Netflix. I highly suggest season one. Uh, and I'm not being a snob, but if if a something that's a spin-off and that's a comic book movie uh, has me uh, wanting to binge watch set, the 17 episodes I have left, uh, that is, I mean, it's like, I don't know, uh, not being crazy here, but it's, it's like really trying to change someone's mind. Uh, as we go into our final questions here, uh, one is uh, just this has to do with your filmography, uh, uh, getting to work with Dante Spinotti uh, and uh, on Tower Heist. And of course, uh, people out there, if you don't know Dante Spinotti, you love, I know you love his films from uh, Heat to The Insider to his collaborations with uh, LA Confidential and The Wonder Boys with uh, 
with Curtis Hansen. Um, Dante Spinotti, is there anything you could just quickly share that you uh, picked? I mean, Last of the Mohicans that you picked up from working with a cinematographer of his cal- caliber? Oh, I mean, that for me was an absolute dream come true when when I first started collaborating with um, with, with Dante on um, you know as as as, a, as an additional camera operator and then uh, you know over, over several you know we did several projects together and it was absolutely a dream come true and uh, quite mind blowing uh, the first day that I was you know operating a camera for him uh, because. Uh, when I when I when I came to New York, um, LA Confidential had just come out, and people were talking about this Italian DP, and so I looked him up and said, oh, "Okay, oh yeah, okay, I've, I've seen some films uh, you know, of, of his before, but but it really, you know, it really uh, rang a bell, and it really, <clears throat> really um, you know, stuck with me. Um, and uh, so you know, uh, it was it was it was an incredible, you know. Uh, opportunity uh, to you know to be given, and uh, I'm glad that you know it um, it went well. Um, uh, so in a way, yes, he he did uh, have um, you know a clear uh, mentor um, uh, quality to him, but but also but also at the same time, I also started collaborating with uh, with John Bailey. Uh, oh, John uh, Bailey, know, okay. Who's now our president, right? Uh, <laughs> the president right, of, right. Of, the, of the, you know, of the, of the academy, and and he's one of us, which is uh, yes. amazing. Uh, well, John, but, John um, Bailey, I'm, I'm so sorry. I have to just say very quickly, so everyone knows. Uh, really, pay attention to John Bailey, uh, his newer work, but of course, he's so well known for shooting uh, the best picture, Ordinary People, and the big chill uh you you've uh obviously know mr bailey and now being the president of the oscars uh he is someone who um i've had the good fortune to meet a few times and i've always seemed to meet him whether it's at it was at the beginning of my career uh a low point and then i met him at the highest point and so it was always kind of funny that like if I see John Bailey in the room, I'm like, okay, I'm either starting something really great or things are low. And he's always just so kind and inspiring. Yeah. And you're talking, and he's just so, uh, and those of you, I, I'm not being private because we have a strict rule on this show of not being private. Uh, but it is common knowledge that his wife is uh, an editor and uh, edited E.T. Right. and the Big Chill. And so I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry there, but I just want people to know they we're hitting that point now, as you know, where people say John Bailey, who, and it just scares me because he's such a, uh, I mean, the other night, as we all watched the Oscars, he was in like the fourth row or something. And I thought, man, if I was president, I'd be front row center. Meryl Streep could sit in the second row. Um, But, uh, (laughs) you know, that's not how the business works. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I was at the ASC Awards uh, two weeks ago and I, um, I had, uh, I was speaking with him about this show. I had, I had met him when I was starting the show and he just thought it was, I remember his face when I said, we don't gossip and I won't ask you about your wife. And he just gave me this look like I was from Mars. He was like, (laughs) you're not going to talk about my wife if you interview me. And I'm like, well, yeah, cause your wife isn't you. And so, so yeah, John Bailey, great guy. I really apologize for that interruption, but I just always want people to know these names. I mean, they know Emmanuel Lebeski and they know Libatique and uh, Deacons, but I, but when you mentioned John Bailey and some of the other ones that you mentioned, uh, we got to keep people watching these films, uh, and I think a whole other podcast is the danger of studying fil- people not studying film history and uh, not paying attention to black and whites or even foreign films saying who's uh, Jessica and um, why would I watch Truffaut? It's black and white. Um, do, so the, the, the questions that we ask uh, every guest 
is uh, to wrap the show is you have the stories there, the directors there, the budgets there, everything's in line. Uh, what's the dream genre that you want to shoot uh, before you put that camera up or retire or what's the one thing you have to shoot? Well, I would, I, I really would like, you know, to shoot, you know, like a, you know, a, a character driven drama. That's, that's to me, that's, that's one goal that I will not uh, let go of. And, um, uh, you know, um, you know, maybe, you know, there's, there's being less and less, um, you know, um, uh, produced uh, these days, but uh, I still think that that's, that's what, you know, drew me into, uh, you know, uh, uh, this, this crazy business. And uh, I was fascinated by, um, (laughs) by, by personal dramas um, uh, 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 like that. So um, that really is, that really is my goal. You know, I have, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm getting there. Uh, it's, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, you know, one day at a time and, uh, and you keep growing and, and you keep, um, um, you know, uh, amassing experience and, um, and, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It, uh, it takes a long time, but then, uh, you know, if you, if you, if you keep that goal in mind, uh, or if you you know concentrate the drive towards uh, what you really want, I think that there's a good chance. Uh, I'm not saying there's a guarantee, but I said that there's a good chance that you will that you will uh, you know get your shot uh, at that. I, I I love that because I've um, again there was uh, no arrogance I, when I had. Uh, sent you that bio. Uh, I just wanted to, I, I keep forgetting. I don't usually let guests know that the conversation can be open. And so when you're talking about the years that it takes and the different projects uh, is, is mainly uh, that we, all of us have just had to do so many projects or had to. And uh, that myth of uh, you're a PA because you couldn't hack it as making films or you're, uh, you know, you host a podcast because you can't make a film. And it's like, uh, no, I host a podcast because I want to be able to talk to filmmakers and not be a journalist who's going to ask them who they're married to and who they dated. And, you know, mm-hmm. did Dante Spinotti do this? On So uh, unfortunately, we're down to our last two minutes. So I just wanted to say, is there uh, anything that you would like to quickly i don't sound like a lawyer your closing remarks um anything that you'd like to say or film you'd like to mention to uh check out other than obviously check out jessica jones uh feel free well you know check out i mean no no i mean um i mean what i what i wanted to what i wanted to mention uh, uh earlier what came to my mind when when talking about my about these, you know, these mentors that I was so lucky to have, uh, in a way, you know, I'm not, I'm not even sure they knew that they were mentors. They were just, they were just uh, amazing VPs and amazing human beings. And what I, what I've learned from them, most of all, uh, is, uh, you know, just study their behavior in a way. Uh, study their behavior on set. I mean, you know, uh, you know, besides the technical, the lighting approach, the, uh, the, you know the, the the approach of you know the uh, way to set the camera and all that, but it's really what 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 really stuck to me and what what, what I feel uh, you know quite lucky about is that both uh, uh, Dante Spinotti and John Bailey they were just um, you know so patient and so and so and so calm and uh, and you know and and took everything with stride and uh, you know no ego uh, so. Um, that was something that uh, that really I thought was uh, was quite remarkable, and uh, and I would like to you know to uh, and I'm grateful that I was uh, able to, to to see that because that's something that uh, I think should be emulated um, you know across the board. I mean, in the end, we're just making movies, you know, or or, or you know, or we're just making TV. So it's not uh, you know it's not it's not this. Uh, uh, you know, when we can, you know, we should, you know, behind the scenes, taking the drama out of the drama is, uh, is, is, is definitely crucial. That's Excellent. it. 
Well, thank you so much for your time again, and we appreciate it. And we'll we'll get this episode uh, off to Meredith, and uh, you have a fantastic weekend. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, Paul. Bye bye.